and welcome back to the Ahead in the Count podcast. Today, we will be discussing the Shohei Otani breaking news and all of the chaos of the day that preceded it. So let's get started. To start, let's just talk about the sheer size of the contract, which is for 10 years and $700 million. I was watching Trevor May's video yesterday, and he pointed out that his contract is worth more than $300 million more than the second biggest ever MLB contract. Some other insane stats I found on the internet about this, which is that if you take the most guaranteed money in the rest of the big four sports and you combine it, it is not $700 million. His deal is worth more than the value of the Arizona Coyotes franchise, and his yearly salary is more than the current payroll for the 2024 season than eight teams. That is crazy. Before we get into more details about the contract, what it means for the Dodgers and the rest of baseball, let's talk about the craziness that was Friday, the day before Otani signed. So Thursday night and Friday morning, a few things happen. First, there is a tweet that says that there is a private jet that is going from Anaheim, where Otani lives, to Toronto. Additionally, there's two other things that happen. A um, Canadian or Torontoan, I don't know what the Canadian, we're going to go with Canadian opera singer named Clarence Fraser reports that Yusei Kikuchi, who, if you didn't know, is a pitcher on the Blue Jays, has rented out a restaurant at Rogers Center, where the Blue Jays play, and it's for over 50 people. So, seems important. John Morosi, a reporter for MLB Network, also comes out, and he says that an Otani deal is imminent and could happen as early as today, which at the time was Friday. So all three of these things raises everyone's eyebrows and is like, okay, this is kind of getting suspicious. Something's up. Then a reporter from Dodger Nation, who is a you know not some just random reporter, says that there's a deal with the Blue Jays. Otani is going to be a Blue Jay. Again, adding more to the fire. Then the big thing comes when John Morosi says that Otani is indeed on this plane. So everyone's putting all these puzzle pieces together and is like, oh my god, Otani is about to sign with the Blue Jays. It just seems very likely. So again, then about an hour later, Bob Nightingale, another national reporter, comes out and says, no, 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 no. Otani, he's not on this plane. He's not on any plane. He's not in Toronto. He is in his home in Southern California. So then everyone's thinking, oh my god, what's going on? And more reports come out that say, no, 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 he's definitely not on this plane. In the meantime, reporters and such have been sent out to the Toronto airport, (laughs) waiting, you know, for who they think is going to be Shohei Otani to get off this plane. And it turns out to be one of the sharks from Shark Tank, Robert H. I don't really know how you pronounce his last name. And then he posted on Instagram about it, and it was kind of funny. But that was just crazy, and then everyone was very confused, and rightfully so. In Otani's deal, there is a ton of deferred money, which was apparently suggested by him to allow the team to compete. It does that in two ways. 
Firstly, it means that he's getting paid less straight cash that they can spend on other players. And it also lessens the um, salary or it lessens the CBT tax. I'm not exactly sure how it is. It's not it's still based off of the 70 million AAV, I believe. But the amount deferred is like is some percentage or something. I'm not fully sure. But it does something, and so it allows the Dodgers to continue to have more players, which is definitely probably how they were able to do that while having, you know, Mookie Betts, and they have Freddie Freeman as well. That top of the lineup, man, that is going to be crazy. Hopefully they can at least beat the Braves because, you know, I want the Braves to lose as much as possible, but the Mets can hopefully still beat them because I am very, very biased. There was also a lot of talk about... If Shohei Otani's, like, secrecy thing was bad for the game, maybe. But the amount of excitement Friday and Saturday probably, I think, kind of outweighs that. You know, how much traction Friday got? Robert Herjavec <laughs> was tweeting about, or Instagramming about this. Probably ended up being good for the game. Another thing about the Otani signing is it means the offseason should pick up quick. The rest of the market should follow your Bellingers for hitting, your uh, Montgomery's, um, Yamamoto. That should all really start to take shape soon. A glass now trade, possible cease trade, that sort of thing. The other big question left is, what is the dog's name? I have a feeling it's Dodger. But I also have a feeling that it's not related. <laughs> but if it's related, it's got to be Dodger, right? Because that's a normal dog name. But also then, what if the Dodgers didn't offer him a contract and he already named this dog Dodger? Well, who knows? Well, anyway, thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next time on the Ahead in the Count podcast.